Welcome to the Way Niagara Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Burdett. Chris and Caleb will be joining me in a few moments, but as we get started, I've been thinking about Christmas. Yes, Christmas. We are just a few weeks away from the big day, December 25th, so I guess that means I need to start shopping. Wait, shopping? Is this really the first thing that comes to mind when thinking about the Christmas season? For many, Christmas has become synonymous with shopping and busyness. And while it is great to watch someone open a present that you bought for them, or maybe even made for them, there is something far more powerful than any gift that one human can give to another. And that is the gift of Jesus. I'm not saying this as a cliche, but as something to help anchor our experience in this season. If you are feeling overwhelmed, consider the gift of Jesus and how the peace that he brought to earth could be in your heart. If you are excited, consider the arrival of Jesus and how that caused the angels to sing glory to God in the highest wherever you are right now christmas is talking about jesus god in the flesh coming to earth to bring about his rule and his desire in this world and that involves his peace and that involves his justice that involves creativity And these are all things that we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So let's get started. Caleb, it's uh, great to have you again on the podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I always enjoy having conversation with you and um, just hearing your intelligent responses. And um, (laughs) I think that's kind of one of the gifts that you have uh, is to respond to things intelligently. And we kind of got into uh, the last couple times we talked about community authenticity. And, um, you know, our, th- our third value is creativity. Ooh. And, um, you know, we love just being creative here that way. Yep. I mean, not just that way. We just love creativity. Yes. Like making things. Yep. And, you know, it's funny. I was like, the more I talk to you, the more I hear the creativity in your own heart like how much you like to create things and dream of things and want to make things like you're a bit of a maker Uh, definitely uh, part of the maker movement as i am where we uh, build things with our 3d printers and create all kinds of different custom things that are useful around the home and in our cars and in our shops and just uh just fun oh yeah uh, it's just neat to kind of design and create things, but we want to transfer that kind of thinking into really the the relational church world. How do we become a creative force for good? Hmm. And you and I talked about Micah six eight, you know, justice, being humble, and and, uh, and how that we're we're supposed to you know live justly, right? Walk humbly, show abundant mercy mm-hmm. um so let's we'll get into that in, in just a second but i want to talk about something um that was incredible that jordan said on one of our podcasts okay and it was that he said the way that we do church now is no longer about outreach it's about being 
in reach. Mm. Church that's touchable. Church okay. that's attainable. Okay. Like we don't go out there and we're not handing out tracts and inviting people to come to our, you know, celebration services or whatnot. Right. Gotcha. We're trying to create ways that people can can access us uh, on their terms. Right. And not being told, come to this program. Right. Because this program is going to fix you. <laughs> right. Got we're, it. We're, we're trying to create, and and I and I love that concept of like the the whole the whole heart of our church is to create something that is creatively in reach okay i understand that, that people can can easily latch onto it doesn't take a great imagination it doesn't take being raised in a program setting yep you can just touch it i got gotcha. you and just so like our mental health groups has really become one of these things where it's just you show up and there's people that want to talk to you about your mental health and your wellness and yeah go for a walk with you or drink coffee with you there's no agenda other than we have like a, a set conversation points for the week and um no one is trying to convince you to you know change your life in any way shape or form other yep. than that they want to see you on that health journey mm-hmm. there's no commitment to hey uh, now that you've come to this you have to come to our church service and you have to do right that's not yeah. no i get you that's um, not that's not what we're creating yeah uh no i think that's uh i think that's an awesome way of doing it um one of the, one of the terms that i like to use is uh inform as prompted yeah you know yeah. so like a good way of witnessing to people is just in your everyday life mm-hmm. is just uh you know they see who you are they see how you are you just be real with them that's right. as a regular person yeah and uh in your life they will find out because you'll be open and honest with them. Mm-hmm. You'll tell them eventually that, or they'll find out eventually that, you know, you believe in the Bible and that that's, that, you know, you're a Christian. Yeah. And then as they have questions about things, you get to talk about it. That's right. And that's you know, being in reach. And that's it. Yep. That's it. Because you won't have to, you know, shove it at them or just show up and be like, hey, I was reading a cool verse today or anything like that, you know, interject it into <laughs> yeah. their lives and yep. try to throw it at them, yep. you know, or be like, hey, I got this cool pamphlet for you or this yeah. cool <laughs> Christian comic book I want you to read, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, you just, yeah, you just live your life and if uh, if they want to ask, if they want to know, they'll ask you. That's right. It comes up in conversation. They'll want to know your opinion. Just based on just because of life, you just have to be there. Mm-hmm. As for the church, though, you just have to make it so that uh, there's stuff there that they want to come out to to do, like food, food, popcorn. Food is the easiest. Food is easy. Amen. Food is great, <laughs> right? Thank you. Right. Yeah, Jordan. Like, well, and that's even yeah. part of so our Thursday nights at the community center. Yeah, is part of our deal is drinks on us. Hey, non-alcoholic beverages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In case mom's listening, but but again, we are we are wanting yep. to break down as many barriers as humanly possible mm-hmm. to be a welcoming place mm-hmm. for people to come as they are. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes, as they are, can be really interesting. Oh, for sure. And that's part of the fun of this. Absolutely. Yep. Is that as we see our eccentricities? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. If, I don't know about you, but I fall in love with people more. 
Oh, yeah. When I see how they're interesting and how they're wired. And it's not just... You You will not get that if all you do is sit in a pew for an hour. Yep. No. Some people ask me about, like... Oh, you have a really eclectic collection of people that way, and I'm like, yeah, they're like my men- my menagerie of uh, of uh, eclectic weirdos, right? Like, yeah, we we're all on some some type of journey that's very different, and, and yeah. we're all diverging from like the norms of society in a way because we are a church for for neuroatypical people, yeah, uh, and we're trying to be that. Like, we're we're not hiding in hiding a bunch of people that are masking anymore we're trying to be a very open welcome place for you to to um, thrive in your mental health yeah. journey right and w- what i think is really cool and this dives into the conversation of creativity more is when we're talking about the mica 6 8 concept mm-hmm. so in mica 6 8 it says mankind he has told each of you what is good and what it is the lord requires of you that's a pretty great, like, hey, just so you know, man, yep. human, he has told you what is good and what it is he requires. So if you're ever like, I don't know what God wants from me, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> In a creative, from a creative frame, that if you want to know what you're supposed to do, yep. act justly, top of the list. Hmm. Love faithfulness or or love mercy like mercy on top of everything Mm. because we're talking about being around people that are not uh, you're not equally yoked with them right right people that are of the world and they're they're chaotic by nature or they're abused or abusers uh they're struggling and we just need to love Love them beyond a natural human love. Right. And that's where mercy really comes in. Mm-hmm. And then finally, to walk humbly with your God. If you want to learn how to be a creative witness or a creative minister or just create for yourself a rhythm of doing good daily, mm-hmm. act justly, love mercy, walk humbly mm-hmm. with your God. And so you and I had some incredible conversation about justice. Mm-hmm. And I think this is something that we're going to do a lot more on at way as it comes up. Because justice is not like the concept of social justice where we're like fighting for causes in the same way. Right. Justice is, is more of that like restorative justice where right. you're taking something that's completely broken, bent and, and out of shape and we're bringing... Uh, we're, we're trying to bring order to it. Something oh, chaotic. Right. That's right. We're trying to bring order to that thing. Okay. And so when we talk about justice, we recognize that they're, like God's justice is that every human being, regardless of who they are, where they're from, what color their skin is, who they even worship, yep. have every right to be on this planet as we do. Yep. There is no privilege for you. Yep. But also that... They are all created in God's image. That's right. That's justice. And to look at other humans through the eyes of justice is to say, you are my equal. You have just as much right to the godly inheritance that I have received because God is merciful and is gracious. However, 
to be adopted into that, you need to believe in it. Mm-hmm. So when we want to bring justice to others, it's not because we want to be virtue signaling, like that we're good people. Hey, all the Christians are good people. They're going to fight for all of our causes. It's because we want people to see and to have opportunity to not be oppressed by whatever is causing them to be out of uh, alignment or out of yeah, caught in chaos. Well, because, um, and and the thing is, like, with justice, it's like, um, like, to be just, it's to be just in, um, it's like to be aligned with, right? That's right. So what we're trying to do is be aligned with God's will. That's right. And God's law. That's right. So... You know, when people talk about us being good people, mm-hmm. like, like you were saying, like to just be good people or just to be do good things, right. which a lot of people say, so do I do good things and that's what gets me to heaven. Right. Right? Yes. That's such a common... Yes. Common common mistake. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think what we're talking about here is more that what we're aiming for is to be aligned with god's will mm-hmm. we're humbling ourselves before god mm-hmm. and making it clear that okay you know if um you know basically my my pride my mm-hmm. my back if you will needs to be be broken my mm-hmm. uh my pride needs to be broken so that he can put me where i need to be yeah. you know like if if yep. i were a bull or if i were an animal or something i need to be um you kind of get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I follow. I follow. Thank you. I follow. Thank you. I think that justice is a really like uncommon thing because we don't understand it well. We look at yeah. it as like following laws, right? So once you're out of the law or the law is not in your favor anymore, like you've yeah. stepped out of justice. The human laws get changed all the time because yeah. we're trying to figure it out. That's we have right. the knowledge of good and evil, but That's we right. don't know which one's which. <laughs> <laughs> best thing i've heard all day thank you yeah yeah Yeah. you know no that's that's right on like yeah and so as i look at it like our job is to be um to to call to call life like human life it it, to to bring to see the value to call it out like when people are being treated as lesser yeah or not equal yeah like it's a call to christianity to be like you are you are just as much right to this planet you are not a lesser human being yeah however yeah by the grace of God, you can be so much more. Yeah, exactly. And that is, I think, the most powerful... Like, that is the gospel. This, the, the essence of the gospel is to see human uh, in their suffering, in their, in their, you know, weakest state. You know, we've fallen and we eat this apple that gives us knowledge of good and evil. And yep. we're not sure which one's which. And we, exactly. We're not sure what's what order and chaos is anymore. Nope. And so we chase after what makes us feel good and what makes us... Uh, feel safe yeah but the truth is Mm -hmm. the truth is the only order the only just thing in our life is god and his will yeah and if we've if we are walking away from god or, or not turning our hearts to god we live in a lot of chaos yeah because uh that the that's an Old Testament concept, right? We talked about that, mm-hmm. that prior to like even the, the, so prior to the Ten Commandments, the way that the Jewish people conceived like sinning was like God is order and everything that's of God's will is order. Yes. And we walk in order and we were in the Garden of Eden, we were in order. Yep. 
and then we got out of order mm-hmm. and that's when we start to discover chaos and that's yeah. when like the idea of these the chaos creatures are becoming a creature of chaos like you know Cain, mm-hmm. right he's the first real creature of chaos who who kills his brother yep in in a because his brother's sacrifice was more acceptable yep and so we look at all this like chaos in the world and and people who follow all kinds of chaotic things it's because they're just they're trying to feel safe and they're trying to feel comfortable but they don't know god yeah yeah we're we're human and we live in an imperfect sinful world Mm -hmm. and yeah unfortunately it's gonna be like that yeah um, how weird it would be if, if it was our call to go around and tell everyone just you know what the, the best thing that we can do is just go back to the garden right could you imagine yeah. trying to share that with people well, we just need to go back to the garden of eden and just yeah. live like that the, the, the beauty of who jesus is is that he removes the requirement for us to be in the garden yes to be in the presence of god yeah. right he takes away he he makes the fact that you have sinned so far from your existence right as mm-hmm. far as the east is from the west yes like you and your sin no longer touch when mm-hmm. god sees you when he cares casts his gaze upon you he does not see you as a sinful creature but he sees you as redeemed mm-hmm. and he sees his son's sacrifice yes. for your life yeah so your sins that you're carrying yeah he don't see them doesn't mean you continue in sin exactly it means you chase after order but guess what? There's grace for when you do fall. And this is the beauty of calling out justice for other people mm-hmm. is we want them to experience that. Yes. We want them to experience that grace. Yeah. We want them to know that even if they're sinning, there is a God who can take that yep. separation yep. and throw it as far as the east is from the west. Yep. And that I love about God. Absolutely. But I, I will add that is a very delicate conversation to have with people. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah, and definitely only if it if it comes up, yeah, because it's a very um, it's a very powerful message, yeah. and it's a very serious one. Yes. We're talking about the afterlife and yep. where someone's going when they pass away. And I think that's why you it know? says to walk humbly with your God. Absolutely. Because if we took that on as like a, a thing that we have over them. Mm, exactly. Or that's definitely how they see it, right? Like, you know, they see us as thinking, well, you know, you think you're going to heaven. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes you any better than me. Yeah. I do good things. That's right. Well, and from their perspective, you yeah. know, them seeing, you know, good things or what they think as being good things. They're not thinking of it in terms of being aligned with what God sees as being good things or God's will being the good things. The good things. Right? Yeah. So explaining and explaining to them that we've all sinned, we've all fallen short, mm-hmm. and that we all deserve, you know, death. Yeah. That's such a heavy subject. It's such heavy subject matter, and I think it's taken too lightly so many yeah. times. This is why I think it's essential that we understand that testimony yeah. is one of the most creative things we have to offer. Yeah. Because testimony is the power of the church. Yeah. And if the church has something to, to bear witness to, yeah. saying this, is, this was my life and this is what God did. 
This was my situation and God turned it around. This was my brokenness and God fixed it. God replaced it. God came into the places where there were cracks and, and, and chips and brokenness in my life and he made it whole again. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's where we need to be even more creative yeah. these days. Oh, for sure. Is is recognizing that our testimony, mm-hmm. like, I am. Oh yeah. I'm just 100%. as chaotic as Cain. Yeah. Me I too. am just as chaotic. And, me too, man. And, but for God. Yeah. But for God. Yeah. And His grace and His mercy. Yeah. And now I can walk humbly, knowing yep. that I have His attention. Mm-hmm. And I have. Uh, I have no judgment of my sins um, that that is condemning me to death. Yeah. Any longer. Yeah. Amen. Right. Isn't that powerful? So we want to talk about creativity. Like we're not just talking about like you know making a cool painting or or print three D printing something. Yeah. We're talking about being creative and and how we engage and and embrace humanity around us. Yeah. And how we engage our communities. And I think that, um, like, you've come up with some really cool ideas of things oh, that we can do to, for sure. you know, just be present more. Just, yeah, honestly, um, you know, the other thing is, like, wherever you are is where the mission's at. Man. Come on, that's you know, the word. That's the word. Like, that's wherever it. you are, yeah. you know, like, for me, um, if I'm at work, you know, like, or whatever, like, it's been a while, but, yeah. you know, if you're, uh, like, literally, wherever you are, whoever's in your life, yeah. whoever comes into your life, you know, you know, we talk about going on missions trips being, like, far away or expensive. Yeah. No, your life is the mission. If that's where, what you're called to do, which I believe you are, if you, if you are a Christian, yeah. then whoever's in your life who doesn't believe, that's, that's where it, what it is. Mm-hmm. They need to know you for who you are. Yeah. And you can't pretend. You can't afford to pretend. Yeah. You have to just be real. That's and they right. ha- they're they going to see you on your best days and your worst days. And sometimes those worst days are the most important yep. in how you handle it. And especially how you handle it as a Christian. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, like you said, we still sin. Yep. And we're going to sin until the day we die. That's right. Even though we're covered by, you know, the grace of God. So, you know, and we need to make sure that they understand that too. Mm-hmm. That we're still, you know, I guess uh, I like to say equally doomed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. That's really so, good. So, yeah. you know, um, so in those terms, uh, but, you know, we're all, we are all, all, we all also have uh, the equal opportunity of being saved. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they need to know that even though we may mess up, mm-hmm. we may seem extremely human, mm-hmm. it's how we handle ourselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even on those bad days. Oh, those bad days. Yeah. As we land the plane on this segment, I just wanted to just share something that happened with me recently. Because sometimes when you are around difficult people or difficult situations it can be really hard and it can also be just really easy to judge Mm -hmm. and so as i was kind of processing how to deal with a certain situation what i felt the lord tell me to do is think about just try to imagine how god sees 
mm. that person. Yeah. yeah. Look at them through God's lens. Yeah. And so I, I'm like, okay, God, how do you see yeah. this person? And what I saw was fascinating because it was a little hurt little child mm-hmm. that never grew up. Yep. Yeah. For sure. They were in an older body. They never grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's be real. The way that we're going to deal with a hurt child is a very different than how we're going to treat an adult that's driving us crazy. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so allowing God, the creator of all, to help us see those people that he made in him, his image from his perspective, mm-hmm. I think is going to be a tool for me going forward yep. to yeah. really make an effort to try to see whether it's that hurt little child or if it's that person with great potential that no one's noticed yet. Yep. Yep. How can we pay attention to what God is wanting to reveal to us about people and how much differently are we going to treat people mm-hmm. when we see them the way God made them. Amen. Yeah. And so I encourage you to really look at people. Like I mentioned at the beginning, Christmas is coming up in just a couple weeks and that isn't always an easy time of year. Because our families can be challenging at times. Situations can be challenging. Maybe you've lost someone. Maybe for some reason, Christmas is not something you're looking forward to. But what I encourage you to do coming out of this conversation is to look at the people around you and ask God for a vision of how he sees them. And then turn inward. And ask the Lord, Lord, how do you see me? Because as far as we can run away from him, God is always wanting to call us back home. And maybe this is the time, maybe this is the season that God is calling you back home. And if you want to have a conversation about what that could mean, it would be an honor to hear from you. So if you were to email us, podcast at wayniagara.ca, or myself, Chris, or Steve, it would be our honor and delight to have that conversation with you. And so with that, I just say thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this has been a meaningful time for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.